Hi, my name is Elizabeth Anderson Tingi, and I hope to uplift and inspire you to experience adventure, explore womanhood, and cultivate growth. And I hope y'all get some giggles along the way. Welcome to the Love Always Elizabeth podcast. Okay, so today I have my friend Faith here with me. We met at BYU, <laughs> and um, let me tell you a little bit about her. She um, has a blog at faithfulplateful.com, and I'll for sure put the link in the show notes so everyone can find you. Um, she loves to create recipes to be as nutritious and delicious as possible. She's an Arizona native, but currently lives in Idaho with her husband and three young children. She has a degree in public health from Brigham Young University and five years experience employed as a health coach. Hoping to avoid the standard American diseases that come along with the standard American diet, she's transitioned to a whole food, plant-based lifestyle over the past 14 years. She has found great joy and health in the switch. Faith understands the struggle firsthand of feeding young children a nutritious diet in our culture, and she's here to help you nourish your kids in a fun way. So Faith, so, so excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, I was thinking before we got on of this one memory I have of you at BYU, <laughs> and um, we lived um, in the same area like same apartments at one point. And um, we were both volunteering at our church's temple, the LDS temple. And I can't remember if like I was giving you a ride or you were giving me a ride. Somehow we were both like in the car on our way to the temple. And you were telling me about you dating your now husband. And you were telling me, like, I think, I think he's the one. I think he's the one. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. So that's like one of the memories I have of faith in my head. <laughs> that car ride too. I forgot we had that, but yeah, we've been married this month. So that's awesome. <laughs> well, so happy to have you here. Faith is amazing. I have tried lots of recipes on her blog and they have all been amazing. And um, she also has this amazing cookbook out and we can talk more about that. But first of all, I wanted to ask you just like, how did you get started? <laughs> um, since I was really young, I've loved cooking and like, I've just been very health conscious since I was young. I was just kind of born that way. Um, my family called me Martha Stewart because I just always loved to be cooking and stuff. Um, I grew up with like a very standard American diet. Like we were healthier, but um, still pretty normal. And then I just kind of started to um, share my recipes and like dinner ideas on Instagram. My husband encouraged me to start an Instagram account. Um, it was called Food with Faith initially. And I just shared what I was making for dinner with my friends and they just all loved it. And they were like so inspired and so thankful to have ideas of what to make for dinner. This was way back in like 2016. And it was just a fun, creative outlet for me at a, in a hard time of my life. And then um, a friend gifted me a year subscription to Food Blogger Pro, which teaches you how to start a food blog. And I figured I should put it to good use. So I created a food blog and... The rest is history. 
That's so awesome. Well, I'm so grateful for your friends and your sweet husband for <laughs> for encouraging you because what you have out in the world is pretty special. So, well, thank and, you. <laughs> um, what has been some of like the hardest things along the way with maybe making the food, but also creating your blog and things? Um, just the juggle that all moms face, I think, of like motherhood with trying to do your own thing, trying to do your passion, your side hobby. <laughs> That's been hard. Yes. Always Google voices and all of my videos and stuff, which, you know, it's sweet, but it can be hard. <laughs> yes, I get um, that for sure. Figuring out, figuring out how to eat is very hard. Um, my whole journey has had a lot of frustration with all the voices in the nutrition world telling you like this and this and this and it can just be so confusing and um and just figuring out how to feed your kids in a very like counter-cultural way has been hard so that's why I like to share what I've learned so that hopefully other people don't have to learn the hard way well I'm so grateful for you because like you said like there are so so many voices and also like the whole like our, our culture around just food in general but also like food with kids like it's it's not only easier to like buy packaged food to like grab on the go for your kids but also it's like easier to feed them it because it they like love it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? like so it's just like hard all around to like to be able to like have feed your kids good whole food. I completely um, agree. I'm not trying to say it's not hard. It does get easier the more you are consistent with it, but yeah, yeah it's for sure very frustrating for me included. <laughs> yeah. Like what would you say to like a mom that like really wants to try, you know, feeding her kids better food, but there's just, like you said, so many voices and like, it's just so hard to kind of start like what how would you what would you tell her to begin with or to I don't know help her mindset or you know something to help I think education really comes into play here because the more you learn about like the effect that food has on you the more you have a why so I think the first step for any mom who's like wanting to eat healthier is to really pinpoint why you want to do that like what are you trying to achieve what um what motivates you to even attempt to change your lifestyle? And once you have that why, you can become just unstoppable. Like nothing will prevent you from keeping on trying because you really want to heal your child from, you know, something that's very miserable or you really want to prevent um, being sick all winter like you were last year or something. Like there's just something that's worse than the difficulty of, um, changing your diet you know like you have to kind of justify the the pain of staying as you are and like the risk of you know eating the way that you always have versus the pain of changing if that makes sense yeah but then it also really helps to have a community um once you have a why to find other people who also get where you're coming from who also like want to change and want to eat healthier and once you have a community of people, whether it's online or in person or even just books that you read or you just need to have like your influences. Um, I think you'll have the support that you need to stay motivated even when it's hard. 
I love that. Yeah, just finding your why. And something that I love about you, Faith, and like everything you put out is I have like never heard anything from you about like it being about looks or appearance. Mm-hmm. And like that to me is huge. I think there's way too much of that out there, but I love how you focus on like nourishing your body. Like when I read your stuff, I feel empowered in that like, I can take care of myself. I can take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. And I I really love that about about you and the way like you go about stuff. <laughs> yeah, for me it really is about nutrition and it's never been about being skinny or losing weight. Um I just really have a longevity approach. Like I want to live this is my way. Like I want to live a really long healthy life and enjoy my kids and my grandkids. I want to be hiking traveling because traveling is really important to me when I'm 90, 95, you know, I want to have like a full life and I'm not really looking for short-term results. I'm not thinking about calories in or calories out or I don't want to look fat so I can't eat that. It's not ever about that. It's just been about feeling good and avoiding being put in a nursing home when I'm old because that just sounds like the worst. Um, and I know that it's not all in my control. There are random diseases I could get and just like sad accidents and stuff. But I also believe that there are laws of good health and I want to be in on that and like have that on my side. And I know that a long life of feeling good has a high price tag, but it's one that I'm willing to pay. So that's my way. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and I know, like you mentioned before, like when you were a teenager, your mom kind of started researching mm-hmm. and learning more about plant-based and whole food and, and that kind of, that really influenced you. Is that right? Yeah. Like I said, I had always been kind of interested in this since I was young, but we kind of saw my grandparents all declining, getting cancer and diabetes and Alzheimer's and unable to move around well and I think it just kind of made us all think like, ooh, what's going to happen to me, you know? So my mom's really uh, researching just nutrition in general. And I mean, at this point, she was like late middle life, like, I don't know, 50. And um, that's like a long time to be set in your ways and change your cooking habits. But um, Mm -hmm. she read a book by Joel Furman called Super Immunity, which is all about like the science behind how food affects your immune system. And she just really felt moved by it, very inspired by it. And she really felt it was true principles. And so she totally changed the way she was grocery shopping and cooking. And and I also um, was really interested in it. And we both quit eating meat at that time. So I became like vegetarian when I was 16. Mm. Um, I was kind of more of a social meat eater when I was a missionary in Paraguay and at college and stuff. So I didn't have a lot of confidence in how I ate. <laughs> but well, it's hard with our culture. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But then once when I was settled back like to being like when I was married and in control of my life more, I've um, I've eaten more how I want to eat. So Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's a lot more – it's a lot easier when you have your own like – your own kitchen and, and your own grocery shopping, you know, and, and, and as a college student, you also don't have a lot of funds either. So yeah, (laughs) that's a huge part too. Um, that's awesome. And then, yeah, so I guess it, it sounds like you've always been interested, but, um, 
but like, did you have, I don't know, I guess like a moment or like, how did you decide to eat the whole food plant-based diet or, or I guess like what, yeah, what inspired you or, um, mm-hmm. or maybe something you learned or. So I'd always been like kind of health conscious, but then, um, when we'd been married for a few years, I just like suddenly was struggling with my fertility and my cycle. I'd always had really painful periods, which just made me kind of feel like it was a curse to be female, which is really sad to me. Yeah. Um, it was really, and I was kind of digging and searching how to improve that. All of my friends at the time, we were in Alabama from my husband's grad school they all had babies and were pregnant and like everyone was except me. And I wanted that so bad. I was like really at that point in life when I was so ready for that. And for nine months, I was just not having a cycle at all. Um, when I did, it was like super random and spontaneous and very painful. And it was just impossible to um, get pregnant. And I think I had PCOS, which is a very common fertility issue. Um, so anyway, I was like researching it and Google just came up with a whole host of ideas of how you should eat for your fertility. And a lot of it didn't resonate with me. Like a lot of it was very like high fat, high protein, like high meat, no fruit, no grains, all this stuff that I just didn't really feel right about. Um, and I just really had to make it a matter of prayer and inspiration. And that's advice that I have for anyone is to turn to inspiration and not the internet or Instagram for your health advice. Turn to God, not Google, because really God's the only one who knows what's going on inside of your body. And um, so, yeah, I felt like I was just led to this way of eating, and I stopped eating dairy and eggs, and I tried to not eat so much sugar and uh, processed foods and eat a lot more leafy greens and vegetables and it has totally changed my fertility. I don't have pain at all um, when I have a menstrual cycle. Like they're yeah. regular, <laughs> all, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was even possible. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just because it's lowered the inflammation a lot that was in my body. But um, I've conceived three babies in four and a half years, like with no problem, and I'm just so so thankful. That's amazing. That really is truly amazing. I love, um, yeah, you like your perspective and outlook on that. Um, so we talked a little bit about this before, but um, I know for me personally, I struggle so much getting my kids to eat healthy foods. <laughs> As one in particular just really struggles. So like how well and you have a couple suggestions in your awesome cookbook but um like how would you say like how would you help kids eat healthy um yeah i just want to validate the frustration that comes with feeding children (laughs) um everywhere you turn people are giving your kids like candy and sugar and Mm -hmm. it is so hard even though i've tried to raise my kids like nutritiously since birth it is so hard it's i think it's easier than if i had to make some huge switch but still um I think it's a long game you can't get your kids eating healthy like within a week or two or a month even it's like a years long process of exposing them to foods and getting their taste buds to enjoy like healthy foods when they've kind of been often conditioned towards like super sweet or super salty or super like fried food and stuff like that yeah Um, 
But I think the number one thing that I recommend for feeding your kids healthy, but also just yourself, is a lot of self-control when you're grocery shopping and like choosing your groceries. Because whatever you have in your house is what will be in your mouth. And if I had a lot of less healthy food in my house, I for sure would eat it. Like eventually my willpower would run out and I would eat it, but I just don't have it. So it's just not an option. And that's like my secret to success is I just have no other option. Like I have to eat fruit because that's all there is to eat really. Yeah. (laughs) I have to make anything I want to eat is because I only have ingredients. I don't have like convenient food to just grab. So anyway, um, no, that's awesome. If you don't have those things, you just have to find something else. It's like if you don't buy cold cereal, you have to eat like oatmeal for breakfast or a smoothie or mm-hmm. you know, made. Um, so you just figure it out. Another really important thing for kids, I think, is to explain to them why you're trying to eat the way you are. Don't just be like, you can't have that. Like explain to them why. Like be explain to him explain to them the the damage that could do to their body like you know all that sugar is it's fun once in a while but too much of it can damage your immune system and there's a lot of sickness going around right now and I don't want you to get sick then they're totally on board they're like oh this is in my interest you're not trying to like punish me you know even more so than the negatives I try to really accentuate the positives though so I'll say like these almonds have vitamin E in them which is really good for your skin and your hair like you want to have some Or these carrots make your eyes healthier. Like maybe they'll give you x-ray vision or something. And you just make it like, you know, or there's a lot of spinach in this green smoothie. And this will really help you not get sick. Like you can't even taste it. And instead of like being all sneaky about it, just be totally upfront. Like this is what we're trying to achieve. And it's all for you and your best interest. And they're usually pretty fascinated by um, those like health facts. So Hmm. I think. Explaining to them is a really good idea. Yeah, I love that. And and it's also it's educating them and and like you said, like not just eat it because I said so. <laughs> but like, no, no, this will actually help you in, in this way and and I love you. I want you to, you know, to be healthy. And so that's why, you know, I want you to be interested in this. I love that a lot. Yeah, exactly. There's so many other tips out there. And like, it is a complex thing to keep feed kids healthy. Um, one resource I really like is plant-based juniors, not just because they're plant-based, like it applies to all healthy eating. Um, if you're not into plant-based, um, but they just have really good tips on like feeding kids and not being sneaky about it and not freaking out when they do eat foods that you don't want them to, but just like everything in moderation kind of thing, not being but still like helping your kids eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and I really like that resource um is that a book or is that like a blog account that I follow but they also have a book out um cool uh, it's like it's not really a cookbook it has some recipes but just kind of an approach on feeding children it's called the plant-based baby and toddler but um yeah mostly their reels on instagram are really helpful Okay. That's good to know. I'll have to look those up. (laughs) That's awesome. Are you nervous to go on road trips with your kids and are anxious to find some helpful tips? Or are you a seasoned road tripper always on the lookout for helpful ideas? In either case, you've got to check out my list of 33 road trip tips. 
Just go to lovealwayselizabeth.com and download my free list of 33 road trip tips. You'll also be kept in the loop with all things Love Always Elizabeth. Happy travels! And you uh, mentioned a little bit in your bio, but um, so it sounds like you've coached people as well. And like, and what are some of the benefits that people have seen? Yeah, so I worked for Weight Watchers for five years coaching, which wasn't plant based, but just general like losing weight and changing your diet. But I've also helped coach a couple of people, just me personally. I've coached a lot of friends for free on Marco Polo. Um, and then I also work for a startup um, plant based coaching company called PlantWise, W H Y. Mm-hmm. Um, why behind eating plant-based and anyway we have an awesome program for beginners who want to eat more plant-based and I coach people there and it is so cool to see their results um just simply focusing on whole on whole foods whether it's plant-based or not has a lot of benefits mm. um but when people are eating more plants they're flooding their body with more micronutrients and um like antioxidants that lowers your overall inflammation and it adds a lot of variety of fiber, like different types of fiber, which is the number one way to improve your gut health. And we know that like gut health is connected to everything else. Um, and the fiber also helps keep your blood sugar stable, mm. like your levels more stable. And that has a lot to do with like all overall health. It's like a steady, stable blood sugar. Um, and then all that fiber and like water and all those fruits and vegetables and beans and lentils and rice and all those things, they're pretty low calorie but high volume. So you feel full on fewer calories. And so people often achieve their like optimal weight and maintain it pretty easily because you just naturally are eating fewer calories. And you're getting so much more nutrition with each calorie because they're really nutrient-dense foods. Um, their cravings often diminish because um, their taste buds are changing to just really appreciate natural flavors in food and not um, like super sweet added sugars and stuff. Mm. Um, but best of all, I think the number one benefit, in my opinion, is that when you're not eating the standard American diet, your chances of the standard American diseases really goes down. So like heart disease, cancer, and diabetes are like the number one killers of America. And when you're not eating a lot of saturated fat that comes from, you know, too much red meat and dairy and stuff, then your chances of those diseases really go down. And all the um, nutrition from fruits and vegetables really combats that as well. So you're just going to live a longer, healthier life. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And sorry to put you on the spot with this one, but um, I know in your cookbook and on your blog and stuff, you've mentioned a couple of books um, to kind of also educate ourselves better. Can you think of a couple that you would recommend, um, like starting yeah. with? Um, this one's a really long one, but something to kind of just leaf through is one called How Not to Die by Michael <laughs> Um, love that title (laughs) yeah it's all very like um fact-based like it's been um like double checked by like fact checkers and stuff and it's like actually accurate whereas a lot of health books um they're 
their fact checkers are like realizing that's not very accurate. There's a called Red Pin that like evaluates how accurate like the studies are that people are referencing in books. And anyway, it's a good thing to realize, recognize is that yeah. they're not citing true sources. And anyway, so that's why I like, I really like it. I feel like it's backed up um, mm-hmm. all about like how to avoid um, ways that we die, basically. <laughs> like yeah. what foods specifically help prevent Alzheimer's and what foods specifically help prevent um, different kinds of cancer and stuff like that. Um, and just like how to add more nutrition to your meals simply, like add flaxseed to your oatmeal and add spinach to this. And anyway, it's, I feel like it's pretty fun to just kind of leaf through. I wouldn't read it cover to cover cause it's like super long, but <laughs> anyway, um, how not to die is good. Um, fiber fueled is one all about gut health and how like fiber plays such an important role in our overall health. And that has really good recipes in the back, which is always my favorite part of any book. (laughs) (laughs) For like a fun book, there's one called Walking with Petey, P-E-E-T-Y. And it's someone's true story about um, getting a dog named Petey and then just like changing their life. And it is a plant-based like health book, but it's also just a really charming story that will kind of make you cry. (laughs) that's one that I recommend if you just love fiction I mean it's not fiction but it's like a story not a nutrition book yeah oh that's cool awesome okay well I'm gonna have to put those on my library list (laughs) and give them a look um so on your blog and also in your cookbook you have um a handful of recipes with tofu and I have like I don't know much about tofu. I've never tried it, but you talk about it in such a fun way and your recipes look so good that you've like made me want to try it, which I've never wanted to do before. <laughs> so like what are some like basic tips for like someone who's never tried it before or like has like no idea what they're doing? <laughs> That was me about five years ago. I thought it was super weird and I never planned on eating it. You don't have to eat it to be healthy. It's totally optional. But um, my daughter was like learning to eat solid foods and just didn't like a lot of foods. And she needed something soft because she didn't have all her teeth yet. And I wanted something that um, would have like a decent amount of calories and fat and protein and stuff because she just liked zero calorie foods like cucumbers and grapes and stuff I was like I gotta get this girl more calories so (laughs) it kind of was an act of desperation to try tofu and I had no idea how to prepare it like you can just eat it straight out of the package and my babies do like that because they like very bland soft food it's like totally cooked it's just cooked soybeans but um I wasn't gonna eat it straight out of the package (laughs) I had to figure out how to make it and um one thing I recommend is only buying like super firm tofu because it's not mushy, it's like, you know, it has a more bite to it. And at Walmart, they usually have a brand called Nasoya, and they have a super firm. And Trader Joe's also has super firm. Anyway, it's kind of harder to find, but it's the best, I think. But kind then, of like a more texture thing. Yeah, like not so and soft. Yeah, you don't even okay. have to press the super firm. You can get like a tofu press or you can wrap your tofu like in a kitchen towel and like put heavy stuff on it to press the water out so it's less But if you buy super firm, you don't even have to do that because it's already pretty firm. Um, 
And then there's a way of preparing it called like a tofu scramble or tofu eggs, which is where you just kind of scramble in a skillet with like seasonings. And I always put turmeric on it so it looks yellow. And it looks and tastes so much like scrambled eggs. And my kids devour it. They eat it all the time. Interesting. (laughs) I'll have to try it. To make. It's very convenient. And I just love how it's like high in protein and really fast and really good. I love putting it like in a burrito or on toast and it's really good. Interesting. Okay. And okay. So where even like in the store is tofu? Like is it in the refrigerator (laughs) section or like on a shelf? Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, at Walmart, for example, it's in the produce section, like, um, where like the bagged salads and stuff usually are like the refrigerated section of the produce and there's usually like yeah, bagged produce and salad dressings and like vegan meats and stuff usually okay um, or just wherever they have yeah it's usually always in the produce section i feel like in the refrigerated part and wherever they have um like they'll have sprouts there or like kombucha or all the random like vegan products it's usually there <laughs> okay that's good to know because I don't even know where to start like where like where to even look so mm-hmm. that's really helpful <laughs> yeah. and it's very common because most cultures or many cultures do eat tofu so it's practically at every grocery store believe it or not it's just we don't realize it yeah I have like I'm sure I've seen it but I don't remember seeing it <laughs> so. yeah Uh, That's awesome. All right. I'll have to put that on my next list to try. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I have tried a couple of your recipes, ones that I've loved. I did, I made like your little, I think they're like taquitos or something with like black beans and corn and they're super easy to (laughs) freeze. Love those. So good. And then one of my favorite ones too is like, it's just like your basic oatmeal, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like you put coconut milk. And like some maple syrup and like frozen blueberries or something. It's so simple, but it's so good. Like, I love it. It's delicious. Um, What are some of your like favorite recipes that you would suggest? Um, One of my favorites on my blog and all the ones I mentioned are totally free on my website. You don't have to buy my books or anything. Um, It's called Secret Ingredient Chocolate Chip Cookies. And the secret ingredient is chickpeas. And you just like oh. blend up the with like oats. And anyway, it's so good. And my kids think it's totally normal to put chickpeas in cookies <laughs> because like our main cookie recipe. But I mean, it's awesome. awesome. All that bean nutrition into you. And they're so good. I also love uh, my lasagna recipe. You don't even need all the cheese for like a really good lasagna. And I use tofu for the ricotta cheese. And um, it's so incredibly like real cheese ricotta. Ooh. Really popular recipe on my blog. And then I have a recipe called Madras lentils. Like at Costco, they have those yellow pouches of lentils. Yes. Seen those? I love those. Yeah, they're really yummy. Um, but I wanted to make them cheaper. And so I created a recipe and it's really fast. Like you can make it in your instant pot in just a few minutes. That's awesome. It's a really highly rated recipe on my blog as well that I also really enjoy with rice for dinner. So mm. those are a few of my favorites. Yeah, those sound amazing. Okay, I 
I'm so excited to try all of these. <laughs> um, and like you said, you have so many recipes on your blog that are completely free. So again, that's faithfulplateful.com and I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and you also have an amazing cookbook. Um, tell us more about that, like what's in it and also maybe like what inspired you to do it. Um, so yeah, it's just very hard to figure out what to feed your kids. Yes. <laughs> a, you have to figure it out. And so that's why I wanted to create a cookbook was like to help myself and just to help everybody know what to feed their kids. And I wanted it to be really colorful and full of photos because I was checking out tons of kids' cookbooks and all of them were just with lots of like packaged processed ingredients. And um, I just didn't feel like they were healthy. They were all very focused on like fun food and not like your everyday like nutritious meals. Hmm. And they also didn't have photos. And I'm like, who wants to make a recipe if you don't even know what it's going to look like? Yeah. I love how colorful and fun your book is. It's awesome. I really wanted a photo for every recipe, and so that's what we did. Um, I was just really lucky to find a publisher who would make it really fun and um, follow my vision. So anyway, it's called Plant-Based Cooking for Kids, and it's on Amazon or um, anywhere books are sold, honestly. You can find it. And... Yeah, I feel like it's a really good resource. I use it every day myself. <laughs> it's awesome. I just got it a couple of days ago and me and my husband like separately were like looking through it and um it's it's awesome. I'm really excited to to make some recipes from there. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth. That's really sweet. Oh yeah. Well, we're I think especially like <laughs> this time of year with We've enjoyed a lot of the fun, like Christmas food, and now we're like, okay, we kind of need to like, reset a little bit. Feeling, feeling the need for some gut health, you know. I know. You so. just feel like I don't know. You just don't feel as good. It's kind of hard to pinpoint it with words, but you just don't feel as good when you're eating all that indulgent food. Mm-hmm. As good as it is, mm-hmm. it does not feel the best. <laughs> I don't think you have to be 100%. So, like, I eat mostly whole plant foods, but, like, for Christmas, we ate candy and, you know, lots of things we don't normally eat. And I think that's fine. Like, I don't think you need to be 100% to see benefits. So, I speak from experience because I have been eating a lot of, like, non-healthy foods and I don't feel that great. <laughs> so, it's not like... I don't understand how that is because I (laughs) (laughs) and that's you know part of the fun of the holidays and also after you're like okay we kind of you know yeah to to get back to some healthier habits Mm -hmm. um well great is is there anything like any other thoughts or um any other things you wanted to share I have a protein focused ebook coming out like as soon as I get around to it launching it out there it's all made but I have noticed that the health world is very focused on macronutrients like you have to get equal amounts of fat carbs and protein every meal and really protein centric and stuff and that's the number one reason why people don't want to eat plant-based it's because they're so worried about protein but um, I just feel like if you're focused on macronutrients you're missing out on 
so many micronutrients that we need that are going to make you feel so good if you're eating tons of phytochemicals and, you know, antioxidants and all these tiny nutrients that are in our food. And the macronutrients will take care of themselves. And protein is really just not an issue. Like you're going to get plenty of it when you're eating whole grains and legumes and um, like even peas and oats and quinoa. They all have plenty of protein. So anyway, I'm launching that ebook soon just to show that if you want to eat more protein, you don't have to eat meat if you don't want to. Awesome. Well, that's great because I've definitely felt that where like, yeah, I'm stressed. Like, okay, I need like all this protein. Like, where am I going to get it? You know, just focused on that. So that's really helpful. I'm excited for that to come out. <laughs> Thanks. That's awesome. Um, and okay, so where else can people find you? Um, we mentioned your website, Instagram. Where where can people find you? That's about it. I highly recommend joining my email list because I send out a lot of resources on my email. And I have an yes, awesome. Yes, she does. I have a really awesome freebie when you sign up of more awesome recipes. Um, but yeah, mostly just Instagram stories is where I hang out and my email list. So. Okay, awesome. And I can, I'll link those as well in the show notes so we can better find you. Okay, well, thank you so much, Faith. You're just amazing. And thank you so much for all the amazing information and things that you put out into the world because I've only tasted a little bit of what you've done and it's already like blessed my life and I can't wait to, to do more. So thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much. 